irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Talk radio and all podcasting platforms. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another now moment of Max and Friends. If it's your first time joining us, where have you been? Welcome. We're here 14 years. And I'm really, 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 really proud and, and grateful and humbled and honored to to say we've been here 14 years. And not only are we here on LA Talk Radio, our homepage for 14 years, we are now on all podcasting platforms. Via Podbean. So whether you listen to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, Stitcher, <laughs> the list goes on and on to the many, you can find Max and friends there. And I'm grateful for that. Because here's what I know. Without you, this would just be a show. And with you, it is a conscious conversation. It is a place where we can all just come hang out and chill, no matter what time of day it is. It's a little inspiration, a little motivation, and you never know what we're going to say along the way. So 14 years later, we got this. Welcome. I want to let you know that I see you, I hear you, and you matter. So take that moment right now just to be still and know, to inhale in this moment, and to exhale into all that is knowing that where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's tuning in to Max and Friends. So also, you know, the LA Talk Radio has an app and there's so many wonderful things over here at LA Talk Radio. 14 years. What does that mean? It means that I'm doing my passion. I'm able to bring you amazing guests like the one we have tonight, Simran. We're going to talk about her books. We're going to talk about being. We're going to talk about life. And one thing I love about being, it's the seven illusions that derail personal power, purpose, and peace. Have you recently been derailed from personal power, from purpose, or from peace? Well, then hang out here. It's a life class tonight. So take that moment just to know that maybe you want to write some things down. <laughs> and maybe you just want to be present. And maybe just shut out the noise that's all around you and say, I'm going to tune in and focus to tonight's show. So here's what's going on. I am still globe trotting <laughs> doing my things if i had wings i would fly <laughs> i really would um i'm still in colorado enjoying this vibe right now i want you to let you know that you can pre-order my book the delmonico way right now on amazon Rizzoli bookstores walmart target wherever you shop there it is the delmonico way it's pre-ordered now you'll have it in your hands in october thank you all for being part of that journey the delmonico way sublime entertaining and legendary recipes from the restaurant that made New York. It's really my grandfather, Oscar Tucci's story, my father, Mario Tucci's story, my aunt Mary Tucci, her story, and my grandmother, Sesta Tucci, her story. It's about our ancestors, and it's about our story, and it's about the Tucci's legacy of Delmonico's, the golden era, which really was the most incredible journey from 1920s to the 1980s and all the beautiful, glamorous years in between the 1950s. Wow. Follow us on at the Delmonico Way on Instagram. You can learn more about my family and our run of Delmonico's. Speaking of ancestors, tonight we're going to play an amazing song called Ancestors by Felicia Latin Soul. Go find her right now on Instagram at 
Felicia, F-E-L-I-S-A, Latin soul, and just be part of her SoundCloud, <laughs> be part of her journey. This song, Ancestors, I'm building it up because I heard it for the first time a couple days ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> I have to play this on Vax and Friends. And actually, Monday, uh, we celebrated my friend Ashru, as you all know, Ash from Menudo. Stay tuned because Ash has an amazing documentary, docu-series coming out on HBO Max, but and he'll come here to, to talk about it. But it was his birthday. We're in Denver. We're at my favorite little oyster place, which is called Blue Oyster Island Bar in Denver. Cherry Creek, if you've been, go. It's amazing. Uh, Monday, 99 cent oysters. How you doing? And then they have some really good caviar specials too. But it was Ash's birthday and we're there and we're celebrating and they bring over a cake to celebrate Ash. And this woman starts singing happy birthday. And Ash was like, wait, what? I was like, hold on a minute. Where did, you know, the beauty of Felicia's voice, like literally encapsulated our souls. And we were just like, what? So then it went from happy birthday to then Ash had to do a duet and they were singing Amazing Grace. And it was like this moment where it was like, so then I asked her, I said, do you have like more music you could send me? I got to And then she said, Ancestors. I was like, this is so perfect for my vibe right now because I'm so into Ancestors and just being a part of who they were, who they are. You know, for the soul, there's neither birth nor death. I believe that. I believe that's so true. It is eternal and everlasting. And so every time we say their name, their spirits rise up. The energy, it's the divine energy rises up to meet us. And so there's a beautiful moment. So you all know that I love 1111. What does 1111 mean? We're going to find that out here tonight too, because I have a guest that is really going to inspire, motivate, educate you to live life, you know, to the max, <laughs> to take it to that next elevation, that vibration. We can evolve, we can repeat, or we can do nothing. So join me in the evolve, in the evolve uh, periods of our lives where we're just going to evolve. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. It's your journey. It's all good. You know, we had Isabel Mar on a few weeks ago and she said, we're all still learning. And if we open ourselves up to that flexibility of I'm still learning, we can live in a really happy place. So I'm still learning for sure. And I'm learning about these wonderful books from my guest tonight, who's a mystic, an artist, a mentor. She's publisher of 1111 Magazine, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and the author of multiple gold award-winning books, including Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Enlightenment, Your Journey to Love. Her latest is a trilogy of self-realization and a book one and two are out now. They are titled Living, The Seven Blessings of Human Experience and Being, The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace. And the third one, knowing the seven human experiences of grace. Simran is exactly that. She's grace, she's power, she's purpose, she's peace. She's enjoying her human experience, and she's here now on Max and Friends. Welcome, Simran, to Max and Friends. Oh, thank you so much, Max. I'm so excited to be here, and congratulations on the Delmonico Way. I think that is so <laughs> incredibly exciting and so beautiful to exhibit your ancestry and your family history and in such fun and pleasure-filled and scrumptious and sensual <laughs> and delicious ways as it is in that book. So kudos Thank to you. you. 
Thank you. As you know, books are like the elephant birth. They take so long. And then when you have them, it's like you, all you can do is nurture and love them. Oh, but trust sure me, I know. I birthed triplets you know. this year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we're going to talk about the triplets. Before we talk about the triplets, you know, I love the title of the book being The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace, and how it is so easy to be derailed but yet so easy to pick ourselves back up again. You know, the process of writing this book, there's been so many derailments and so many times where I could have said, you know what, keep this train off the track. But instead I was like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up and put it back on the track. So we're going to talk about that more in the show because I'm sure there's so many people that are going through those derailment moments. So we're here for you. But before we get into that, let's talk about the genesis of Simran. Tell us about mm. you. <laughs> You know, Simran is this very ordinary human being that was trying to figure out life from the beginning. She, she wanted to understand why there was so much pain, not only in the world, but specifically within her own personal experience. And especially because Simran was a decent human being. So why were all these bumps and bricks and pebbles, rocks and boulders continuously on the path? And dysfunction is a beautiful teacher because it will allow you to walk through all kinds of doorways until you're utterly exhausted and on the floor, finally asking for signs that have always been there, but that you've been too unconscious to notice. <laughs> and so I finally surrendered to the point and just yelled out, please send me a sign or something Help me understand why life hurts and why it's looking this way. And is anyone or anything out there? Because if this is what life is, I don't want it. And that was when the 1111s started appearing in my life. And Max, they were appearing those first few weeks 25 to 30 times a day. It was bizarre how much I was seeing them each day. Oh, I love it. You know, I love 1111. For those who are tuning in and like, what does it mean, 1111? I see it all the time. You know, Simran, I love numbers. And what I've, what I've been doing recently is a new practice that I, you know, I kind of like figured out one morning. I woke up at like, let's say 339. And I was like, what does 339 mean? Why am I up at this moment? And then I was like, okay, angel number 339, what does it mean? <laughs> and I'm realizing that at certain times of the day where after I meditate or when I wake up from a slumber, and I look at the clock at that exact moment when my eyes are open, I'm back into consciousness. There's always a message in just the numbers of time from, you know, from source, from all that is. So for 1111, for you, what does 1111 mean? I love what you just shared because we either believe that everything is random or we believe that everything means something. And I came to realize that everything means something and that we really are a universe that boils down to numbers at its very basic core. 11 signifies mastery. It means that we have come to this experience and we have become a master uh, that is walking through a gateway to higher and higher mastery. The 1111 is that gateway towards mastery. <clears throat> and each of the ones signify the four pillars that we are here to grow and self-actualize in. And that's physical growth, mental growth, emotional growth, and spiritual growth. And as we navigate our experiences through life, which we're going to get, we are intended to get those, and we'll talk more about that when we get into being, um, we are intended to get those experiences 
so that we continuously level up that vibration and frequency. And we really do get to this masterful level on all of those four pillars. And as we go on this journey, for those people that see numbers, you'll start to notice increasing double numbers like 22, 33, 44, (laughs) or the triples, 333, 444. And if you don't see the numbers in those sequences, I guarantee you, you're seeing something because we all see certain numbers or certain symbols. Simran, I love that you said that because, you know, when I started looking at the clock every time I wake up, you know, randomly, you know, and it's, and it's all depends because if I'm in Colorado, it's two hours, you know, the illusion of time. <laughs> but when those numbers pop up, it's like, okay, something is trying to tell me something in my belief. And so in my being, what I want to do is explore. What does that mean? Why did I wake up at this moment in time? And what is all that is God, universe, source, whatever we want to call it, trying to teach me, say to me, have me experience. And since I've been practicing that technique of waking up and, you know, acknowledging those numbers, it's amazing how the story unfolds from what I'm perceiving. And so with 1111, my numbers have always been 1111. I love 1111. I used to do good morning and good karma 1111 and see it so often. And it meant so much. And you've taken 1111 and Simran, you've turned it into a magazine. Tell us about 1111 magazine. Well, that was really quite organic. I was in the fashion industry. And like I said, I was going through an extreme state of dysfunction in my life. And I ended up having to put uh, my partner into rehab. And and what was so amazing about that, because the 1111s had started coming, and I had taken him and put him into rehab, and I'm driving away from the facility, and I get to this railroad track, and the, the bar comes down for a train that's coming, and I put my head on the steering wheel, and I burst into tears, and then the train starts passing, and it honks, and I happen to look up, and every single boxcar has a giant 1111 <laughs> across the car. I'm not, I'm not lying. It, is, it was the freakiest thing, especially after seeing so many of them. And I went home from that place having to make a decision as to whether I could stay in this relationship or not. And I really was very, very sad and grieving. And so I would say that I probably was in a state of depression for a few weeks because I just wanted to stay in bed and sleep. And every time I would roll over, I'd either see 111 or 1111 on the clock. And then it got to this point about four weeks later where I yelled at the universe and I said, make these numbers stop or tell me what they mean. And at that moment, I got these series of flashes of magazine covers of a radio show of one entire first issue with all the writings, including the interviews and who I was to interview. And I could read what was in there. And I heard in my own words within myself, do this now you will heal and others will heal. And I had been a workaholic. So the universe knew all it had to do was give me a job. I was going (laughs) to jump out of bed. And I went to my computer and I just started writing and I knew nothing about creating a magazine. I'd never been on the radio before, barely could send an email. I didn't know how to do much more than a word doc, but I started writing and I emailed the three people that I saw in the first issue, never thinking they'd ever respond to someone who was a nobody that had no experience that was a brand new magazine. And within, I'd say, 30 minutes, each of them responded yes to the interviews. And so I love how the universe really will tap us on the shoulder, hit us over the head, knock us out with a two-by-four, but it will get its, (laughs) its intention across to us. It just depends on how stubbornly 
we want to hang on to the reality that we're living. Right. Or how beautifully we're ready to surrender. You yes. know, it could be in that whisper. It could be in that beautiful whisper that we hear so clear and so loud. Or like you said, it could be in that two by four that has to hit us upside the head <laughs> and make us realize that 1111 is calling. So 1111 magazine then turns into 1111 radio. Tell us about your experience behind the microphone. Yeah, so 1111 got started, and it's a lifestyle magazine. It's free. It's really here to celebrate others and to share information about people and what's going on in the world to have greater health and wellness. So this was out, and it was in print at that time. Now it's just uh, as digital. But it was in Barnes & Noble across the country, and someone in Phoenix picked up a copy, and they called me and said, this would make a great radio show. We'd like to have you create this as a radio program. And so back in 2009, I'm not, I haven't hit the 14 years yet. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you a couple of years, but I'm coming. <laughs> uh, I started the radio show and I interview different authors and change agents and philosophers mm-hmm. and have just rich, deep conversations about consciousness and where we go from here as human beings, as cosmic beings. Beautiful. So for more information, you can go right now on Facebook and Twitter at 1111 Magazine and also at 1111 Simran, S-I-M-R-A-N-S-I-N-G-H-1111. Instagram, go to I am Simran 1111 and 1111 underscore magazine. So go find it there if you want to expand your knowledge or your curiosity. Go there and get into it, follow it, share it, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. So Simran, you had mentioned the word pain. What does pain, well, let's stop break, go back a little bit. What did pain mean to you and what does pain mean to you now? You know, I think pain early on was this oppressive, tight, constricting, imprisoning type of experience that uh, was very much in the body and in the mind, but seemed to be inflicted by what was outside of me. Mm. And what I have come to know and grow through the many different experiences that we have is that all of the experiences, all of our light, all of our darkness is what encompasses wholeness. And it is in the embrace and the absorption of all of that that we finally reach a place of wholeness. And we come to this moment where pain all of a sudden becomes this poetic guide that is actually really attempting to lead us to the light. It's attempting us to have us shed our skins of things that are constricting, shed our mind of the thoughts that are limiting. And so pain for me now is this cloaked guide that really is doing its best to bring us present to bring us still, to bring us to the essence of who we are so that we can lay it down uh, Mm. from being a burden and free it from having to be the guide. Yeah. You know, I love how we can turn our pain into purpose. There's such a beautiful journey with that. So for those that are listening right now, you mentioned you took your beloved and you had to, you know, to a rehab facilitation. For those that are listening now and they're in these painful moments, in these painful decisions, and they're seeing 11-11. What advice do you offer them in that you moment know, of pain through a decision? 
You know, I think whether it's 1111 or any other symbol yeah. <laughs> that <Right>. you see <laughs> repeatedly, because that's how the universe speaks. It will send a sign or a symbol repeatedly so that it makes you pause and wonder, why am I seeing that again? And right. it's in that moment, number one, think about what you were just thinking, because most often when we see a sign, it's usually because we've leapt out of our pain or out of our condition, and we're dreaming about something we wish we could have. We're dreaming about a place we wish we could be or a relationship that we would want. And those signs and symbols are really showing up to say, take the leap. You can have that. Mm-hmm. We've got your and back. This is one it's of those signs. Yes. Right? This show right now is one of those signs. Yes. As to what, is the, what are they saying? Take the leap. Take the leap. Turn that pain into purpose. You know, yes. there's such a beautiful energy in knowing that no experience is ever wasted and that whatever we go through, there's that beautiful reminder that we're going through it. We're all still learning. So let's talk about the books. (laughs) Mm. Let's talk about the books, living, being, knowing. Tonight, you know what? We were going to start with being, but I'm going to have you back. So let's start with living. (laughs) Let's start with the journey there. And then you'll definitely come back and hopefully next weekend you could be here too so we'll we'll arrange that and so for now let's start with seven let's start at the genesis of this trilogy which is the seven blessings of human experience i just feel that spirit is like we need to start there mm. <laughs> i love that when we plan i my grandmother used to say when we plan god laughs right so <laughs> life just unfolds beautifully and i'm part of the tango and the dance so let's unfold i'm your host max tucci tonight here on la talk radio and all podcasting platforms my guest is simran we're talking about her books the new ones that you can go get right now living being knowing and how you can really elevate your consciousness you can start having conscious conversations, raise the vibration, raise the frequency in your life, and turn that pain into purpose. So living, the seven blessings of human experience. Let's mm-hmm. dissect that and love yes, it. And yes, drink its yes. juices. <laughs> you know, these books are really interesting in how they came about. Um, they are born of much of the issues that we have in the world where we ask why, where we come into question about what has taken place and we want answers and we're not quite sure how to navigate those things that come up. So these are the seven unorthodox blessings, but Mm. these types of blessings are the blessings that grow us. They're the ones that actually take us to our highest selves. They're the gateways of opportunity of expression. But unless we realize and reframe what these things are, we then look at them as oppressive or constricting, or we go into a lower vibration of mm-hmm. being rather than a higher expression of being. But once we reframe and understand that the blessing of life is designed to consist of the blessing of challenge and the blessing of conflict and the blessing of chaos and obstacles, and that it's going to have the blessing of darkness and every cycle will end with the blessing of death. When we understand that we are this cycle of life, birth, death, rebirth, then all of a sudden we don't have to take those experiences on as weight. We can actually use them as the surf and ride them into higher octaves of our being. Oh, I love it. You know, like Alan Watts says, the simplicity of life is to live. <laughs> yes, right? that's it. Let's that's live. it. Let's live. That is the simplicity of life. So these seven blessings of living, of the human experience, 
let's list them as the seven blessings and then we can get into them in a little bit. So blessing number one. So blessing number one is the blessing of life. It is purely life. And like you said, it's about living. And how we start off is usually as a seeker. And mm-hmm. all people seek and seek and seek, and then they'll seek some more. So we have to get to this understanding that we're looking outside for things. And that's what actually brings on the other six blessings. That's when we start the spiral of these other six blessings flowing within our lives. And we will do that repeatedly throughout our life. And each of the blessings has this type of energy that's attributed to it. It has a place of growth and mastery that we are here to achieve. It will bring us to a place of truth in a certain area so that we attain wisdom and then we unify a disintegrated part of ourselves. And through that, we uncover some beautiful gifts. In this case, the blessing of life is about signs, symbols, and synchronicities. They will always be with us. They will always guide us so that we are never alone and we can continue to move forward. Oh, I love it. And blessing number two? Blessing number two is the blessing of challenge. And so as we're moving through life, you know, unfortunately, we are more unconscious uh, during most of the time than we are conscious. As we, much as we hate to admit that, that is the truth. Because if we were truly conscious and present all of the time, we wouldn't be here anymore. We'd go poof. We'd disappear. There would be no purpose to planet Earth. And so we have to be willing to uh, realize that we are unconscious and that the challenges that we are creating are to help us burst through that. And so the blessing of challenge awakens the path of the rebel. That's the rebellious nature inside of us, not rebellious in terms of fighting anything outside or inside, but the spiritual rebel that really rises above situations to say there is no problem inside or outside. I am here to dive into my creativity. And as long as I train my mind and my energy and my emotions to that creative path, I can actually rise above all circumstances and shift the world in that way. And so here again, we go through the the levels. Each of the blessings has seven levels of energy, growth, truth, wisdom, and unification that results in certain gifts. And for the blessing of challenge, these gifts are creativity, imagination, and uncovering the talents that we're here to express. Wow. The talents that we're here to express. You know, what I love about challenge too is that a lot of challenge I've seen over the many years of doing this show is the challenge of family. Mm. (laughs) And there's that rebel, you know, there might be a challenge where you don't feel that pattern of pathology that's being passed down to you from ancestors, you know? And what I know for sure is that in order to experience light, we have to experience that darkness Mm -hmm. and vice versa. To experience the darkness, we can experience the light. And I love that really beautiful quote that says, even when there's clouds in the sky, the sun still shines. So for those of you who are going through challenges right now, and I'm just saying with family because I'm setting up the song Ancestors, (laughs) so there's purpose to this setup. If you're going through that challenge right now with family, it's part of the blessing. You have a family to go through a challenge with. You know, there's two ways to look at it. Three ways, four ways, there's a million ways to look at it. There's a kaleidoscope. You can twist it every turn. There's a new way to observe it. But you are not your thoughts. And so with those challenges come those moments of clarity. So since we're talking about ancestors, and I just feel that some of you all going through that right now with your family and maybe with your ancestors, uh, this challenge. What does the word ancestor mean to you, Simran? 
uh, you know, it has a, a multiple meaning. And that's one thing that I learned in writing these books, because they are the multidimensional experience that we have as we're moving through life. And I started to realize that every word has its own multidimensional experience. So when I look at ancestry, there's the surface uh, definition, which would be the people that came before us that were here and expressed that we are composite of, but yet we grow from. And then there's ancestry in terms of a more subtle nature. And that would be the ancestry of our thoughts, our beliefs, everything that's within our cellular structure, our body, everything we're holding, that becomes the ancestry of what we create in our lives moving forward, because that's what we're admitting. And then there's the higher vibration of ancestry, and that goes to a cosmic influence. We are of essence. We are God's walking. We are the eternal. We are the universe. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are not in the world. You are every piece and part of the world speaking back to you about you. So each word, and especially ancestry, has so many meanings to it, and it's about us becoming more and more aware of our many levels of self that exist within those meanings. Wow. I love that. And for ancestors to the next song we're going to play means to Alicia Latin soul, a song, a beautiful song that I'm so excited to be able to play here tonight on Max and Friends. It is again, follow at Felicia, F-E-L-I-S-A, Latin soul. Okay. Go there to Instagram now. Felicia, when she sings and this song, get ready to have paradigm shifted, get ready to be enlightened, inspired, and motivated, maybe even cry. But take this moment because this song is going to change your life right here on Max and Friends Ancestors. And when we're back, we're going to talk about life's blessings. Stay tuned. Oh, I will not fear I will not fear, no, no.
mother, come find me. Mother, come find me. Ancestors, I'm telling you, go right now at F-E-L-I-S-A Latin soul because there's so much more in that beautiful, beautiful box of candy <laughs> that you could just pick out, enjoy, eat, and love because those are songs that are going to lift the vibration and change your current situation. Simran, wasn't that song beautiful? Oh, that was extraordinary. I love it. I was not familiar with Felicia. I'm going to have to definitely follow her. Right? It was like we met. She was literally working at the restaurant that night, came and sang happy birthday to my mm. buddy Ash, who was, you know, part of Menudo and Ash knows voice and sound and muse. And he was like, what? <laughs> we were just blown, 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 blown away. And then this song was delivered to us. And I was like, oh, that is going on <laughs> my next show. And how perfect it fits with this time right here, right now. Because father, mother, come find me. Again, father, time, time, come find me. Blessings come find me, life come find me, being come find me, knowing come find me. Surrender to that moment that you can find yourself right here, right now. So we're talking about the blessings because we're talking about Simran's book, This Living, The Seven Blessings of Human Experience. You can go get that right now. We were talking about the first blessing itself is life. The second blessing is challenge. And the third blessing, Simran, what is it? The third blessing is conflict. And, you know, if we look at what's going on in the world today, whether it is things that really break our hearts, like the school shootings, you know, or the things that anger us that might be taking place in certain systems and structures, or within our own families, certain things that frustrate us or in our relationships, the blessing of conflict is one of those that's going to come about. And these seven blessings and the whole trilogy is designed to help people understand that we're here for self-realization. And the reason that I wrote these is after going through an eight-year experience where I viscerally experienced everything that I wrote about, I began to realize that it doesn't matter who anyone is, where they come from, what their situation is, any person can reach enlightenment if they are just present to their life and the experience that's going on. And the conflict in their life is this beautiful wormhole that will catapult you forward into this place of really understanding and looking at life. But it means that you must be present. And what often happens with conflict is we get more active. We start to control more. We want to push our way more. But what we are really here to do is open up to the gifts of light, love, and compassion. And that mm. means sitting back and putting ourselves in the other person's position, trying to see from where they are, trying to distill from within us, how could we be that person that they're showing up outside of us as a mirror? Because as we neutralize and become more equanimous internally about the outer conflicts, that's what actually heals our world. That's what gets rid of the symptoms that are showing up outside. But instead, what often happens is people go into conflict and it becomes this back and forth thing, which then leads to the next blessing. Uh, if we were to stop right there and really embody compassion and allow ourselves to be present and to sit, we would start to understand the truth in essence. We would understand through witnessing and we would unify with a creative aspect that actually can change this world in a very powerful way. Mm. And then we go into blessing number four. The blessing of chaos. So when we stay in that act of conflict, conflict blessing, we produce chaos. 
And the chaos is here to destroy everything that was. It's here to break apart into a confetti of creation all that existed before. And this is where we become and take the path of the humanitarian, which means we deeply feel. So instead of getting involved and interfering with the chaos, which so often happens, you know, when we see something take place in the world, we want to become activists. We want to get out there and put our hand in it. We want to do something. We want to create change with our mouths and our voices and our hands. And although there's a place for that, the real change has to take place on the inside. So the best thing to do in chaos is actually nothing. It's to stop. It's to feel. Mm-hmm. It's to fully immerse within oneself and let every emotion that's coursing through you be fully felt. And that means going back to the energy of the earth and grounding and standing in the truth of stillness so that we can attain something from that wisdom of listening. It means really unifying with that feminine aspect of ourselves. And when we do, we unearth the gifts of communication, empathy, and intuition. And that would carry us to a higher octave. But when we don't, we move to the next blessing. Which is? The blessing of obstacles. So that's when we encounter more walls <laughs> and more things. So, you know, you can go through any life experience in the past. You will see that they follow these seven blessings. And you will, it will help you to realize that if you were to shift and change in the way that the book guides, that you actually can shortcut your way out of falling through the full cycle. Yeah. But the obstacles require the path of the sage. And, you know, the sage is really someone here that wants to be on stage, so to speak, the stage of life. They want to know what the world is. They want to experience it. They want to uh, feel every single thing there is. And then they want to stand on the mountaintop and tell everybody about it, about (laughs) what they experience. So it's a natural path for all of us to want to take. And it just means that we have to be active and that we move through experience. It is the doing. It is our masculine energy. But this masculine energy does catapult our spiritual mastery. And the gifts that we learn are strength, patience, and perseverance. The human spirit is an incredibly powerful and strong essence. And that is one thing that we're all endowed with. Indeed. You know, there's a beautiful Whitney Houston song that says, I was not built to break. I've Mm -hmm. crushed down and I've stumbled, but I did not crumble. I didn't know my own strength. So from obstacles, we get strength. From, from chaos, we get strength. From conflict, we get strength. You know, what I'm hearing in this beautiful pattern of this book is, number one is life. Between one and seven, it's called do your work. Yes, that's exactly it. It is exactly. You have said it in a nutshell, Max. Right? So which leads us into doing your work, blessing number six. The blessing of darkness which is actually this beautiful place that we all push against. You know, we've all found ourselves in the dark night of the soul. We've all encountered an experience that just felt like utter darkness or uh, encountered someone who felt like the devil himself. And yet that is the very guru or teacher Mm. uh, or beloved that has come to really help us exude our highest expression, to tap into the essence that we are, to to ground us back into the truth of why we came to this planet. So the blessing of darkness takes us into the path of the mystic. And the mystic knows that we are here to experience the energy of fire so that we grow as a soul. And that it requires us to to sit down and be in the truth of silence. 
But because we created that darkness outside, because we created that devil figure outside of us that is now uh, reaching out at us, it means that we must unify with that devil aspect inside of us. And we've all got it. We can look at the world that we have. And when we see those things that feel traumatic or terrorizing or horrific, it is because we are seeing the mirror of the devil that we each carry. And if we're willing to go that deep within ourselves and uncover that and absorb that and embrace that, we can dissolve that. And we do that out of uncovering our gifts of stillness, breath, and doing more nothing. Doing more nothing is one of the most important things that we can actually do on this planet at this time. Yeah. You know, I love there's that really, really great um, biblical quote, be still and know. Yes. <laughs> Just be still and know. And the knowing is that being still is where you're supposed to be. And that's okay too. You know, that, that, that option we have to be still is always available. Tap into that option. And now we're going into from darkness into the blessing of the human blessing, experience. The blessing of death. Yes. The blessing of death is the closure of every cycle of experience that we have. And we will die many times throughout our lifetime because we have to die to the different identities that we have taken on. You were talking about family issues and we've been talking about ancestry. And for many of us in this lifetime, you know, a lot of those deaths have to do with dying as the identity of um, the, the daughter or the son or the mother or the father or the child oh. in terms of the obligation or the codependency. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or even sometimes, you know, people change careers. So it's dying from yeah. that identity into a new one. Or people were married and then divorced. So it's dying from the relationship or the idea of love that you once had so that you can actually have a purer love. So we have to embrace this blessing of death because it really is the catalyst mm. for greater love. It helps us to harness the energy of creation in a greater way. And it teaches us how to master the unknown. Because usually yes. the blessing of death, we don't know where we're going next. And so it's a whole nother mastery, but it requires presence and it has us unify with our divine aspect, which then brings about the gifts of aliveness, peace, and joy. Wow. You know, I love about death is that my father passed when I was eight years old. And I did a book recently called Meditation with Dr. Sister Jenna. And my story about my father's death, the title is How His Death Gave Me My Life. Mm. You know, he, otherwise I would have been chain and ball to Delmonico's. I would have been, you know, they were training me at a young age to do all these different things. And they were giving me a role that my spirit was like, no. And it's not that I wished my father dead, you know, and people who tuned into Max and Friends knows this story, you know. And so it was like, no, his death, which was on my birthday, gave me my life. You know, and it was many years later, though, that I had to go from that fuck you to the thank you kind of a moment. You know, it was like, F you for all of the roles that you were giving me. But like, you know, thank you for letting me experience in them. So for those of you who are tuning in right now and you want to shed that extra skin, be flexible to that death. And from holding yourself hostage to the past, let it go. Let it go. Simran, I'm so happy you're able to join me here tonight at Max and Friends. I'm definitely having you back. That's for sure. We will definitely coordinate the time and it will work out for next Sunday. I, I just know it will because we're in this beautiful flow of your book, Living 
the seven blessings of human experience. Next week, we're going to talk about being, even though this week we started with being, it was like, <laughs> no, we need to start living before we could be, <laughs> right? So it all worked out as this tango. So we have a few minutes left, but the book, these three books, when was it that your soul said yes to them? Mm, you know, first of all, it's been such a delight being on your show and it has really felt like a flowing conversation and um, you're, you're just spectacular, Max. So thank you for your show and the work that you do to inspire so many people. I never intended to write these books. Uh, mm. I went through an experience eight years ago that left me in a deep state of grief. And I actually, at that moment and for several years, really didn't care if I ever inspired anyone ever again. There was a loss that took place that um, was deeply, deeply painful. And as I went through this experience and the trauma of the situation, I asked myself a question. And it was, if I've brought myself here and if I've created this in my life, I've been so devoted to the light, maybe I've missed something. And so the next question I asked myself was, can I be as committed to the darkness as I've been to the light? Because something tells me there's gold there. There's something I'm to discover. And so I made this commitment to stay down, to stop everything that I was doing until my body or the universe told me to get back up. And that was a seven-year process, uh, one of the many meanings of the sevens that are on these books. And at the end of the seven years, my body finally said, okay, you can get back up again now. And it was at that time that I decided that I would actually write these. A few years prior, the three tables of contents had come in as a stream of consciousness, but I didn't feel like writing them. And I knew that this was material that could support individuals in rising above any circumstance of their life and truly getting the different dimensions of themselves. That's the key to these books. Each of these books is a different dimension of you. And when you realize who you really are through these books, you can bring yourself together and be present to all of you all of the time. Beautiful. And where can we find the books? The books are available um, anywhere books are sold, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or on my website, imsimran.com. <laughs> Don't you love, I love saying that with my book too. They're available wherever you want to buy them. And it's like, <laughs> yes. list of places. And I'm like, Target, Walmart, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I'm like, the joy in being able to have our gifts being received in a play, mm. you know, it's like, I love the phrase die empty, meaning all of these gifts we have, we're able to just leave here and then death, yes, <laughs> yes. right? The mystic and die empty with everything that we've learned and known throughout all of the journeys, you know, each step, just walking us home, each step, just walking us home. So before we wrap up the show, I love you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here tonight on Max and Friends. And here's the deal, Simran, what is it that you want people to take with them into this now moment? Now is the time for us to become more present than ever. And what I want individuals to realize is that they are in love all of the time. They have been loved from the moment they were conceived until the moment they go and beyond. They are held with love in each and every second and never alone. They are simply here to walk as love on the planet with each breath, with each thought, word, and emotion. And with that, we will create nothing but love on this planet. Beautiful. And we love just feels so good. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it just feels so good. 
And that's the beauty of duality. You know, it's like, because when we're not in love, that, that doesn't feel so good. So we need to experience all of it, this kaleidoscope of life to realize that love feels good. And it's within us to create more of it. We are the creators of our reality. And if we can see love in our mind, we can create it in our hands, we can create it in our reality, and we can give more of it. So be make the choice if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> create more love. Create more love. And I'm going to leave you all with this. Believe in yourself because you are unstoppable. It's already within you for a reason. You know, like that butterfly in that cocoon, in that darkness, in those obstacles, in the conflict, in the chaos, in the death, in the challenge, there's life. Spread your wings and prepare to fly and enjoy life. Until next time, I love you for tuning in. I'm your host, Max Tucci for Max and Friends. I'm going to say good night, good morning, and good afternoon, and good karma to all of you. I love you for tuning in, and remember to take life to the max. Until next time, live. I love you for tuning in.